Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. By the way, as a side note, what we talked about last hour, this $95 billion bill that Schumer and a bunch of Rhino Republicans and a bunch of leftists in the in the center trying to push. Looks like it's dead on arrival. So immediately, there are idiots out there calling uh, Mike Johnson some sort of a a Putin puppet or something. And uh, the bottom line is, either you back Ukraine, no questions asked, or else you're a bad guy. You back Ukraine, no no questions asked, or else you're in Putin's pocket, which doesn't make any sense. Eight 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 nine four one Pags, JoePags.com. Glad to have you here. That's Carrie Lucky. Carrie, how you doing? I'm okay. Do you want some KJP today? What do you think? Oh, uh, sure. I don't wow. think we have a Holy choice, way. right? Whoa. Do I have a what? choice? What? Mm. That's Polo. Polo, get it done. Glad to have him back. Also, Sam along for the ride. Let's go. So, as I'm looking at what's going on with the illegal uh, aliens, illegal immigration, the border, and as the Senate continues to ignore what's going on with the border, You've got more stories popping up like the, the next one we'll get to. By the way, it'll be Sheriff Mark Lamp in County, Arizona. Yes, he's a border sheriff. Yes, geographically, it don't look like he is, but he is. And we'll explain how that is. That'll be at the bottom of this hour. By bottom, I mean about 30 minutes after the hour. Maya Flores, she's running for District 34. Maida, what did I say, Maya? Maida Flores. Uh, some say Mayra. She's running for District 34, Republican, great state of Texas. She'll be on to talk about that race, what it means, what she would do if she were back in the House of Representatives, where she has been before. And we'll have her in uh, the bottom of hour number three. Make sure you stick around for that. But you're seeing a lot of dichotomy when it comes to the issue. You've got Eric Adams in New York, the mayor of New York, who first said, we're a sanctuary city, always going to be a sanctuary city. Then he said, oh, no, you're sending all these people here to my city. And then he said, hey, Biden's got to do something about the border. And then he said, Greg Abbott's a racist. So he's not really sure which side he's on other than the side of saving his own ass. And then you got Kathy Hochul who's the governor of the great state of New York, who says we've got to uh, reform the asylum laws. We also have to let people who are here illegally work, and we also need more money from Biden, and Greg Abbott's a bad guy. And again, most of the people that are in New York City probably weren't sent by Greg Abbott on a bus. They probably were flown there by Joe Biden. Then you got Brandon Johnson, the self-avowed Marxist, who is somehow the mayor of Chicago. He's one of the biggest racists we have in this country. He's the guy that when a group of, actually huge groups, more than one group, of young black teens and young adults in Chicago ransacked and stole everything out of the CVS or the Target or the local convenience store or the whatever, he got angry in the news conference when people were calling them mobs. You can't call them mobs. You have to call them groups of young people. This is how stupid he is. And by the way, because he's the mayor, a lot of you in Chicago aren't very smart either. You should have, you should have seen this coming. This guy has made it clear that not only... Can't you call people gangs or mobs? You've got to be very careful with your verbiage. You also can't mention their race. And when pushed about why he's not doing anything about the illegal alien problem in Chicago, his answer was, and this is a paraphrase, but it's in context, I'm the father of black children, and we have soccer practice, and we're busy. Carrie, something like that, right? Yeah, that's correct, yes. All right, so now Brandon Johnson has decided, I thought it was 17, turns out it's $18 million. He's going to give $18 million to businesses directly affected by the influx of illegal aliens in Chicago. But there's a caveat. Not every business is involved. Carrie, what do you have? 
From Yahoo News, the city of Chicago announced on Tuesday, and that was last week, it has partnered with community groups and nonprofits to invest nearly $18 million in black and brown businesses to feed illegal migrants. According to city officials, by the end of 2023, the food depository 17 contracted restaurants and caterers were serving 18,000 daily hot meals across 21 shelter sites to illegal migrants. We believe food's a basic human right, and our mission is to end hunger. Kate Marr, executive director and CEO of the Food Depository Center press release. Achieving our mission means we provide food for anyone who needs support today while creating solutions to address the root causes of hunger, poverty, systemic inequity, and structural racism. Our work to feed new arrivals gave us the opportunity to meet an urgent demand while creating economic impact and living wage jobs. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson thanked everyone for their involvement in the project as well. I actually think it's quite fitting we're in this wonderful small business because it's been black and brown small businesses that have stepped up in this moment, in this crisis, and to respond to these families who are arriving here, Johnson said, according to Fox 32. From 2022 to 2023, there was a 14% increase in the number of Chicago families and individuals accessing shelters across the city, according to a report by the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless. According to the data from the 2023 report, there are currently more than 68,000 homeless people in the city, an increase of nearly 3,000 from the previous year. The increase in the number of people without a place to live also comes as housing prices are soaring and costs for essentials like food and transportation are rising. Okay. Thank you. I actually saw the video today, so he must be doing something with it today. But just so that people understand, and Carrie is one of the best news people that you're ever going to hear, so she said it clearly, but I want to reiterate it. Brandon Johnson is touting the praises of giving $18 million to black and brown businesses. Then later in the story, he says something, the reporter says something to the effect of black and brown businesses have taken care of the burden of this, something like that. So... I guess white businesses won't get remunerated if, in fact, they gave money or spent money on feeding or housing or taking care of those who are in Chicago and in this country illegally. I mean, I'm not I'm not stuttering when I say he literally said we're going to give the money to black and brown businesses. Which is to say, I'm not going to give them to white owned businesses, which is to say I'm going to once again As the mayor of a great city in this country, I'm going to break the law. It is against the law to earmark federal funds or state funds or city funds that are collected by taxpayers. Unless Brandon Johnson, look, if he's paying this out of his pocket, he can give it to anybody he wants. But I'm sure he's not. This money is going to go from taxpayers, a lot of whom are white in Chicago, only to black and brown businesses. Now, you've got to ask yourself very simply, very simply, it is not a complicated question. If Brandon Johnson decided tomorrow, I'm going to earmark $10 million to white-owned businesses. Carrie, how would that go? Mm, It would not go over very well at all. Of course not, because it's against the law. It's discrimination. It literally is against the law, just as against the law as it is to say it's going to go to black or brown businesses. It's against the law. But they say things like structural racism, foundational racism, institutional racism, systemic racism. And it's always said by people who somehow have risen to the highest job in the land, the highest job in the city, the highest job in the state. You've got a guy. Do we know what market Chicago is? It's either number three or number five. Mm, New York is number one. LA is number two. I think it's three. Yeah, l- l- let me know if you can find out either uh, DMI or, or 
DMA or, or what is it? DMA or ADI, something like that. Area of dominant influence would be ADI. DMA would be something market, uh, something dominant market, something. Yeah, it is number three. Okay. So you've got New York is the number one most populated, most important metropolis area in this country. Number two is LA. Number three is Chicago. What is four? Is it Dallas? Because then I think five is is San Francisco, isn't it? Four is Philadelphia. Five is San Francisco. Dallas is eight. Yeah. There you go. So Houston, six or seven? Um, I know it's in there. Maybe I'm missing it. I can't. No, six is Boston, seven is DC, eight's Dallas. Wow, Houston must have dropped. Oh, Houston's eleven. Oh, eleven. Wow, that's much smaller than it used to be. Used to be six or seven. Okay. So, having said all of that, these are the areas of dominant influence. These are the biggest metropolitan areas in the country. Somehow. We've got mayors in the top 10 markets. Name it, New York is number one, got a black mayor. LA is number two, I believe you got a black mayor. Chicago, number three, you got a black mayor. Philadelphia is number four, I don't know who the mayor is in Philadelphia, I don't know. Number five, San Francisco, black mayor. What did you say, six is DC? Boston. Okay, Boston is six. You've got a Chinese American mayor who is like having parties without white people. Okay. You've got number seven is DC. Mm-hmm. That black mayor. What is eight? Eight, Dallas. I don't know who the mayor is in Dallas. I'll be honest with you. Nine, nine? is Detroit. Detroit got a black mayor. And 10 is Atlanta. Atlanta got a black mayor. All right. So we're looking at the top 10 of the mayors I know, eight out of the 10 are black. And they're all saying that we live in a country that's racist. What? They're all saying we live in a country that has systemic or foundational or structural racism. Yet they're somehow the mayors of the biggest cities in this country. They somehow rose to the top. How did that happen? Some of our highest paid paid sports stars and Hollywood stars and music stars are black. Yet somehow, once they get to that level, like LeBron James, they start talking about Trayvon Martin. And how some Columbus, Ohio cops should be targeted. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure I understand how the two can coincide. If, in fact, some in my chat are saying Dallas has a black mayor. I don't know, but two or three of them are saying that. It may be the case. So nine out of the ten are black. So at the end of the day, we've got a situation where we're, on one hand, supposed to believe that through structural, foundational, systemic, and historic racism... In this country, black and brown businesses, black and brown people should get the benefit of equity or whatever the hell it is that we're doing. Yet somehow, at least nine of the ten top markets in this country are run by black mayors. How did they get there if there's any such thing as foundational, structural, or or systemic racism? One can make the argument that you can't possibly make those two coincide. So instead of showing up, and realizing through, look at the opportunity I got, you can also achieve this and lift up everybody in the area. No, let's only lift up people that look like me. And then we'll complain about people who don't look like me. And the reason that I can do this is through, and the story literally said this because of, what did they say? Structural racism in the story, Carrie? I think structural I was the so. word they used. Yeah. So because of structural racism, that's why you've got to hold up people who are black and brown and hold down people that are white, even though the black and brown people are the ones on top. I'm confused by how anybody believes this BS in this country. So your thoughts, 
about the mayor of a huge, wonderful city in the United States of America saying out loud, I'm only going to give the $18 million to black and brown businesses because they're the ones that deserve it, and then talking about structural racism later. I want to know if you think that's okay. Make the argument. We had a a great back and forth earlier last hour with a guy about Ukraine. Bring it. Make me understand with my white skin. Well, it's olive. I'm Southern Italian. But but make me understand why I should genuflect to watching my tax dollars go to people who don't necessarily deserve it all. You should spread that wealth around everybody who is being impacted by illegal aliens in Chicago. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Keep it here. Let me tell you about Eden Pure. The Thunderstorm air purifier is amazing. Have three of them in the house. And you can save a bunch of money right now because you listen to my program. These will take any odor, any stench, any smell, anything you want out of the air. You got that weird smell in the air. You're going to go and attack that, get rid of it, and leave a fresh, clean scent as if a thunderstorm came through. Any smell is going to vanish after a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules they seek out. And as I said, destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture so you don't have to. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for your entire home. Get three units for under 200 bucks. Put them anywhere you're going to need them to take care of those weird odors. Go to EdenPureDeals.com right now. EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three, to save 200 bucks. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. Do it right now. We're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. The Joe Pegg Show on your radio, on your video, on your device, wherever you're listening. Even on the weekend during a podcast. Either way, we appreciate you consuming what we do. We've got Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County, Arizona, bottom of the hour. So that means in about eight or nine minutes, we'll have Sheriff Mark Lamb from Pinal County. I wanted to bring you the actual video because this was trending today. Carrie, this is like 1.3 million views mm. over on X. This is why it jumped out at me. So here's the actual video from, uh, from Brandon Johnson in Chicago who thinks it's okay to be racist against whites. The $17 million investment uh, for these... 18 black and brown small businesses is really the, um, it really captures what I call the soul of Chicago. It's who we are. Last May, the city of Chicago called on the food depository to help feed new arrivals. Okay, so that was the the newscaster afterwards giving a little something, something. So it's 18 businesses, $17 million, so almost a million dollars per business, but they're black and brown businesses. And I don't, I don't understand. Why doesn't he just say 18 businesses? Why does he find the it, there's some need this guy has to kick white people every time he speaks? And figuratively, uh, figuratively kick, obviously. But, I mean, I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. By the way, Carrie, you can keep an eye on this. Paula just let me know during the break that they're voting again to impeach my orcas right now. Mm-hmm, they are. So let me know. I mean, is, uh, where's the vote now, does it say? Uh, It does not. Okay, so they're, they probably will impeach him this time unless somebody else jumps ship. 
Because the one guy, Blake Moore, only only switched so they could vote on it again. So he's going to vote for. And then Scalise, I believe, is back. I think I saw a picture of Scalise and somebody. So he's back. They will impeach him this time. Then the articles will go over to the Senate, where you've got 22 Republicans that tend to vote with the Democrats. They're not going to convict him. But he should be impeached. Send the signal. We're not just going to sit back and let you and let you just ruin our border and allow an invasion. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep you updated on that as we get more information. Let me go to the phone lines in the meantime about giving businesses, but only because you're this race or that race, a bunch of money in Chicago, is this somehow okay? I mean, there are some people out there watching and listening who might go, yeah, it makes sense. It's reparations. No, that's not how reparations should work, and reparations shouldn't be happening anyway. Let me go to the phone lines. We say hello and welcome to line one. And uh, Eric in Missouri. Eric, what's going on? Hi. Yeah, you're making a lot of points that make no sense. Um First of all, to argue that racism doesn't exist because large cities have black mayors, when most of those cities are black and brown people, of course they're going to have a black and brown mayor, especially because y'all funneled us into those towns. And then you want to say we're kicking white people in the teeth because black people got some businesses when they're always underfunded and rejected for loans. They finally get a small piece, and now we're kicking white people in the teeth because black people got some. They say we don't own reparations. But you gave it to Asians, you gave it to Jewish people, and the Holocaust wasn't even happening in America. Make it make sense, dude. Come on. Yeah, Erica. So you're, you're, left, right, or Republican. I'll, I'll put you on hold because you can't. Yeah, I got you're just yapping. You're not going to stop talking, I guess. Let me respond to what you said. I didn't say kicking in the teeth. I said kick white people figuratively. I didn't say in the teeth. Um, so that's that's one thing. Second thing is these cities are electing people like like this guy Brandon Johnson, a far left wing Marxist that hates everybody except himself. They are electing him because a bunch of white people in the, in the outskirts are voting for him. That's where all the big money came from. You think that the black communities that are being held down by Democrats over generations raised a bunch of money to elect this guy? That isn't why he got elected. He got elected because a bunch of white people that are, and because people like Soros wanted a guy like that to be arrested. So, or to be elected. You should probably do a better job of noticing what's happening to your own people in your own community before you call my show and misunderstand what I said. You misquoted me more than once and I'll just let you go. But now you're talking about how reparations should happen because Asians got it and because Jewish people, I didn't give Jewish people reparations after the Holocaust. Well, I don't think we did as, as the United States of America. The UN decided and Britain gave the area that used to be Israel back to them. And when it comes to those who were in internment camps, the Japanese, they deserve to be treated better because they were treated like absolute garbage. Now, if you want to argue about 40 acres and a mule, we can do that. But don't call my show and say a bunch of crap. Go ahead, Eric. You're full of crap. Because- All right, get off the phone. You're full of crap. Oh, good answer. You got me. You're full of crap. It really got me. All right, here's the bottom line. Eric, one day you'll wake up, you'll call my show, and you'll thank me. You'll realize that black people in America, generally speaking, are conservative, and they voted Republican until about about 100 years ago. They were lied to by Democrats, specifically FDR. They were funneled into the projects, into the ghettos by the Democrats, yet you still back them up for some reason. Brandon Johnson is a bad thing for you and a bad thing for this country, not a good thing. Sheriff Mark Lamb, when we come back, stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.